Ernest, what's up? Y'all know I'm big on doing your research, sharing your research, and giving credit to where you found the research. But I always get asked the same question. Where do I start with the research? And the answer is easy. It's our sponsor, Yahoo Finance. Whether I'm tracking the daily movement of my favorite companies, doing technical analysis with their easy-to-use charting platform, or checking balance sheets, Yahoo Finance makes something very complex simplified. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been the brand behind every great investor. Whether you're a seasoned investor or you're looking for extra guidance, Yahoo Finance gives you all the tools and data you need in one place. They're the number one finance destination producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and so much more. You could actually securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including your 401k and other investments. A comprehensive perspective is what sets apart great investors. And it's how Yahoo Finance ensures you have the insight to look at your wealth in its entirety. With a community of over 90 million users each month, their real strength is helping you on your way to financial success. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com. The number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com. You heard me, yahoofinance.com. Don't wait, don't hesitate. I use it. You should go over and start using it now. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Is a 60-40 portfolio dead going forward? So, A, let's just give some insight for what 60-40 portfolio, portfolio is. That historically has been uh, deemed as a pretty um, safe way to invest, moderate uh, portfolio, which consists of 60% in equities, which is stocks, and 40% in bonds. So if you have $100,000, $60,000 would be in stock portfolio, $40,000 would be in a bond portfolio. And um, it was now has been for a long period of time thought to be, um, you know, a moderate way to, to grow wealth over the course of time, not being too aggressive and not being too conservative either, kind of playing middle of the road. That is something that a lot of 401ks have. If you look at like a moderate portfolio inside of a 401k, it's usually probably a 60-40 makeup um, as opposed to an aggressive uh, portfolio, which is probably an 80-20 makeup or a conservative uh, portfolio, which is probably a 20-80 makeup. Right. So that's just some information if you're just wondering what that means. And I'm sure a lot of people have looked at their 401ks or 529 plans or they've seen different modules where it's uh, mm-hmm. aggressive, moderately aggressive, moderate, moderately conservative and then conservative. Right. So now you ha- you have some kind of level of background understanding of what that means. Um, so what are your thoughts on a 60-40 portfolio, Ian? 
Um, I wouldn't say that it's dead, but I think one thing that we have to focus on, please write this down. Um, the price in which you buy the asset is more important than ever. So things that historically have worked incredibly well, like if you look at the bond market, you go to TOT, that's the ticker. Like once we got to maybe 132.57, if I was a new client of that portfolio, that would be a time to stop buying bonds. Like the bonds, of course, shot up like crazy um, during 2020, fell apart. Of course, we didn't expect a drawdown, but it, that's why I always say, look at the historical numbers. If you go back to 2004, the low is at $80.51. It's currently at 104.26. I don't know if we'll go back that low, but once we almost have hit 90%, 80% value in any asset, you can't buy it there. Um, the, what COVID has proven, the recession that we're in now that they want to announce, is that discipline to right price, price action, and technicals matter more than ever. Historically, of course, people thought like a 60-40 portfolio would never lose. And then whenever you invest in something, all hell seems to break loose. You have to be mindful and watch for the prices in which you get in. That's why I'm very particular about the prices I want to buy things. Because has anyone ever bought a stock and every, someone told you that it was amazing and then you bought it close to highs and then it fell 30 40%, 20%? The price in which you acquire these assets are still important regardless. So whether it's the index fund, bond, Apple, Microsoft, any equity, you have to buy it at the right price. So it's not there, but when we get into these, it's really important. I guess, I mean, I guess I'll ask you guys, and that's one of the things we used to talk about is like being aggressive when you're young and obviously more conservative as, as you get older. So do you yeah. think there's an ageism inside of that 60-40 rule, right? Like is that something that the, the 30-year-old, I guess the millennials should be looking at and saying, all right, this is a golden rule, this is a safe play at this age, or should it be more aggressive? Yeah, well first, 5,000 people on YouTube, hit the like button. Extreme. That's Appreciate extremely important. Uh, <laughs> to hit the like, <laughs> to hit the like button. Let's let's start let's start there, before we before we go any further. Let's just start there. Hit the like button and share. Um, now, as far as age, of course, rule of thumb is that you should be more aggressive when you're when you're younger, um, mm -hmm. and more conservative when you get older. That's because you're going to have more time. Mm -hmm. to make up so like if you if you're invested in the stock market now obviously it was a bad year last year and let's say your portfolio went down 40 percent right it's bad but it's not the end of the world if you're 25 if you're 30 years old you know it's not the end of the world right you still got a long time to actually work and produce um income you still got a long time before you get to the retirement age so you never want to lose money but you it's not like mm -hmm. you you're in a if you're 75 right. now the average it life sucks. expectancy is what, 82 years old, right? So now you got seven years to live. So if you lose half of your money at 75, now mm -hmm. that's a crisis, mm -hmm. right? Now you might have to go back to work and working at Walmart. Like, so of course you should always be, you should, you should each decade, right? You should reevaluate your portfolio and probably become a little bit more conservative. Um, but another thing is that people are living a lot longer these days it's as true, well. It's so it's like mm -hmm. traditionally it's like, okay, as soon as you retire, just become extremely conservative. But let's say you retire at 60, you might live to 85. Now you got another 25, almost 30 years of life left, right? So you still have to have some, I think, stocks in your portfolio because you still want to beat inflation. Mm -hmm. So yes. you just can't afford just to just ride it out because – 
now with inflation and then when you you're taking money from your account the worst thing that you can do in a retirement account is outlive your money like you don't you don't want to have to be in a situation where you have no more money left right yes. like you want your money to out you want your money write this down you want your money to outlive you you never want to outlive your money that's the worst thing that can happen if you saved your whole entire yes. life and now you 80 years old and you like have 20,000 left now now you're in a tough spot so the only way to really hedge that is to you have to figure out how much money you can afford to take out every year most people mm -hmm. think it's around 4 to 5% of your of your actual portfolio um, but you also have to be invested intelligently. And I think that that has to have some level of stocks mm -hmm. in it. Now, it doesn't have to be aggressive stocks, right? You just want to talk about index funds, different things. You don't have to put all your money in Tesla, but you have to have mm -hmm. some level of equity exposure. And when we're talking about equities, Absolutely. that's another name for stocks. You have to have some level of stock exposure because your, your account still has to go up over the course of time. Also, too, in a bond market, when a bond market is negative, it is usually a sign of a recession. If you look at 2007, the top of the market was $95.12. It fell to $81.42 in 2007, led to the crash. Um, I'm looking at the ticker TOT. Um, if you're new to bonds, a price that I like is $88.82 for um, that particular asset. That would, that would be a price I would look to add it to my portfolio. The, and I'm going to stress it again, the price. So whether it's real estate, cars, multifamily, businesses, the prices in which you choose to pay for the asset does have a tremendous effect. Because like, if you got into bonds in 2019, let's say the top at 143 went to 179 the next year, but it fell back to 104. So if your equities, your stocks are down and your bond portfolio is down, it's trouble. Only trust your own judgment. And I hope that well, I've given you guys enough resources to be able to, uh, to do this assessment on your own. But most traditional portfolios don't work at scale for most people. Mm. Um, please be mindful. Only you are going to care about your money intently. And I, I've said this in 2020, 2021, when the market was falling apart, did your advisor call you? For 95% of people, the answer was no. Mm. Yeah. I think this gives context, right? So like that explanation Shai just gave and what you just said, Ian, it gives context. Because you could tell people to invest early and invest often, but if there's no context around it, it doesn't, you don't really mm -hmm. grasp it. And like when you, you explain it in that term, like, yo, you can be aggressive. Because like if you do this right in a 10 year span, let's say you start at 21 and there are some off years, like you might've had last year. But let's say in the next seven years, the appreciation that you've gained on your portfolio grows by like 50, 60%. And you have yeah. average 7% up into your 50s, you're, you're pretty well off, right? So like invest mm -hmm. early, invest often, and this is the reason why. As you go get a little bit older, like you said, reevaluate every decade and say, all right, well, now I can get a little bit more conservative, right? We've had these these great gains, let's get a little bit more conservative because we're getting older. Two tech, two index, no, no stress. stress. Would you rather have LeBron James or Jeremy Lin? Jeremy Lin went crazy for that 135 game stretch. That it, like whenever a company is producing returns like 40, 50%, the drawdown is usually equal. I would rather have a company that gives me 15, 20%, slow and steady. I know it's boring, but it's safe. Even if you look at Apple, Apple hired less in 2020 than Google, Meta, a lot of the tech uh, competitors. And as a result, they had to lay off less people. Like I want slow and steady that will win the race. 
Um, and we saw last night in the game with Mahomes, like the second half, they came out there adjusted and they just slowly chipped away at the Eagles defense. Damn, I was wrong. I mean, I was right on the differential on the score, but you just have to slowly chip away um, at these victories and then put in more shares. So, like, you want to ultimately get to a place, 100 shares, then 1,000, then 10,000 is the ultimate goal that you want to have for freedom. But slow and steady will always win the race. And, and shout out to Jeremy Lin. I know we say it like in comparison. No, Jeremy Lin's actually yeah, a legend. No, no. I mean, because we just he's sat a, down with an entrepreneur. He's a legend. Whose business was spawned mm-hmm. because of Jeremy Lin. What Jeremy Lin did, I never in life ever saw anything like you, this in history. And you, and you couldn't have expected it. He was on Time Magazine cover. Yes. I, I mean, he was playing for his life. That's the other part, too. Like, when you watch the doc, he's about to get waved. So to come out and perform, like, it's a great lesson of, yeah. like, will you show up and perform? Insanity was a real thing. If he was in New York City, you understand what no insanity meant. That was a real thing. Yeah. Shout out to him. Yeah. Shout out to yep. Lynn Sanity. Um, somebody said, what do you think about fixed index annuities? Um, it, it depends on your age, how much capital you have in it, um, and the rate of return you're looking for. So if you're looking at for safety, sure. Absolutely. Like, if you're older, absolutely. And, of course, like, once you get past, like, 40 or at 50, you're looking for safe investments anyway. Because imagine, like, if in 2020 your portfolio was bleeding down 30 40%. And I know some people that happened to in 08. Like, they drew down or their portfolio dropped 30% as they were going into retirement. You want safety um, as you're beginning to, like, exit and go into retirement. You don't want all of your uh, capital being destroyed. But because of a, like economic calamity, so please, please, please be mindful. Another, another, once again, the most important indicator in the market is quantitative easing. So whenever the Fed begins to tell you we're going to raise rates or a recession is going to come, that's when you need to start to mark off how much capital you're going to need into retirement. There's always signals when a recession is going to come. Um, I always say, if you turn on CNBC and everyone looks frightened, it's really bad. Everyone right now looks terrified. Shout out to Frank. Frank's the only one put a smile on his face. <laughs> Everyone else looks terrified. Um, protect yourself at all costs, and I hope I've been able to help you guys somewhat uh, navigate this crazy market. And if I made you money, please put yes in chat. Yes. Um, so a few things here. One, before we leave this, this talking point, because this is important for people to understand as well, when I was advisor, I really fully understood this, that when you take money out, you never want to withdraw from a stock account in a down year because mm-hmm. then you, you magnify your losses, you double your losses. So it's like, if you can, this is why it's important to have multiple streams of income, but also multiple investment accounts. Some investment accounts are fixed. Some investment accounts are variable, which means it is going to vary depending on the market. But the worst thing that you can do is take money from a stock account when the account is down. Cause like a hundred dollars, right? If a hundred dollars goes to 50, that's a 50% loss. Mm-hmm. But for $50 to get back to a hundred, it has to have a hundred percent increase. This now, this is where math is actually important. So understanding, <laughs> understanding the math on that, you, you know that defense is better than offense right mm-hmm. defense is better than offense so if you're if you go from 100 to 75 well that's bad but then if you take 25 dollars out now 
you're compounding your loss even more. So now you got to, instead of the 75 going back to 100, mm -hmm. now you got to go from 50 to 100. So you're making it extremely harder on your, on your portfolio when you take money out during a down market. This is extremely important mm -hmm. to keep in mind, especially for people that are in retirement. Um, but if you don't have any other options to take money from, you have you have no choice but to take it from from your um, retirement account when it's down. So, yeah, and, and that's important to keep in mind. Yeah, and we we saw that in real life, right? With people invested in Tesla last year, it was at three sixty. It dropped down to one twelve. Yeah, it got up mm -hmm. to one hundred percent. But you're not you haven't recovered from the losses that you had from the decline. And so this is this is just why you gotta. Like Ian said when you buy is vitally important. And so it's, it's good to understand that. And again, give context, right? That the percentages on the way up are great, but the ones on the way down, you have to account for. Yeah, yeah. you do. My graduates from my school being Forbes, bag drop. Bag drop. <laughs> a mic drop. Bag drop. Bag drop. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.